1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian podcast is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. Fun, safe, and stress-free gatherings were hard to plan until now. For only $99, you can reserve a theater for a private showing for up to 20 of your friends and family. Details online at MarcusTheaters.com. They called it dinner. Now, it can be a lot of different things. I don't, I don't know what happened at your... Let's hear and find yeah, out. What happened to you. And that's why we kind of left it wide open. I thought, well, that, that could be a lot of different things. You could be out to dinner. You could be home for dinner at a relative for dinner. Whatever dinner it is. And who knows what happened. Tell us about it. If Brian reads your story proposal, this week... Divorce papers? Could be, <laughs> right. It could have been a proposal. You know... Um, a lot of things can go wrong. Ray Kroc in uh, The Founder told his wife at dinner... I want a divorce. Sure. While they, think, were, yeah. while they were sitting silently eating dinner. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Laura Dern. Just Laura sat, Dern, that's right. Just sat there and... What Laura now? Dern was Ray was Kroc's wife. Ray Kroc's first yeah. wife, yeah. Well, yeah. Joan Kroc. Thinking was his, to herself, I'd, I'd rather be on that Star Wars spaceship right now. Yeah. Or with Jeff She was Jeff mad, she was mad at Ray Kroc for getting out of the Dixie Cup business. And into the... Into the, shake, into the shake business. But I don't know what whatever happened at your dinner. If your story is read, you go into the random drawing for the grand prize. $1,200 in prizes, $500 gift card from Steinoffels, a $250 gift card from Piala's Nursery and Garden Shop, and two season tickets to Slinger Speedway. All right, we'll get right into the spirit of things. This short entry. One year I was so happy to be cooking for my family. I did not cook much at the time. While everyone was at my house, I opened the oven and a few people started laughing at me. I left the plastic covering on the ham the whole time it was cooking. <laughs> Nobody smelled Probably that. Like not asked to cook much. <laughs> well, you get better at it. Maybe. My mother-in-law was probably the most bland and worst cook that you would ever meet. <laughs> Spaghetti was noodles, tomato soup, generic, and ground beef with onion powder. Tomato soup? That sounds awful. Chili was the same, except you used a different kind of noodle and added more water. (laughs) Oh, my. That's just awesome. Yeah, exactly. It's horrible cooking. That's that's the bad cooking side of it. But the meal that I was... uh, the meal that I still have nightmares over was her holiday stuffing. Mm. <laughs> this stuffing was served at every major holiday and consisted of ground beef, tomato soup, again. Oh. I just put sausage in my stuffing this year, and it was really good. Grated carrots and potatoes. I'll this, do the stuffing. And I use the term loosely, stuffing was plopped into a large casserole dish and cooked until every bit of moisture was cooked out and all the grease was floating on top. After it had been cooked for three hours and it was time to eat, it was taken out to the oven and uh, taken out of the oven and placed onto the table after being chopped into large hunks. Mm. <laughs> she had a real problem with moisture was, versus no moisture. It was like a loaf then, if you can chop yeah, it up. I think so. Yeah. It's a stuffing loaf. <laughs> I have never in my life seen something so greasy and dry as this meat brick. <laughs> the black burned bits are mixed throughout after the chopping up for serving, and it smells worse than a teenager that hasn't showered in a week. 
mm. and tastes worse than the two-week-old eggs that have been left out. My in-laws still lament over the fact that the recipe for this monstrosity was not among the numerous recipes in her recipe box. Ah, uh, I see. She must have passed away or Taking something. Taking it to her grave, Everyone did she? wanted the secret yeah. to her. Oh, no, no stuffing loaf. Yeah. Noodles sure. and tomato soup. Yeah. Another one. My mother has always been a resourceful and creative person when it comes to making meals. They put resourceful and creative in, in quotes like. Mm-hmm. I think those are sarcastic quotes. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Eye roll goes along with that as you say it. <laughs> when she invited me and a couple of my sisters over for dinner one night, she didn't disappoint. She asked me to come over early to help her prep the food. Without failure... Everything we were making was contained within various Ziploc bags in the freezer. Her way of saving food that was close to expiring. If you're going to have people over, would you have them over for leftovers that you... Uh, I wouldn't, but... Why would you give them the good food? We'll give them the stuff that's about to expire. They're guests. What are they going to say? No. Most of said leftovers also had a good amount of freezer burn, too. I ripped open the bags and the various mystery meats and vegetables uh, started their thaw on the stove. Bad idea. As the food was cooking, she had me cut up apple slices mostly to carve out the brown spots. The other appetizer was carrots, which was had a nice hue of white due to them being naturally dehydrated. About 15 minutes before uh, the sisters were to arrive, Mother stated, Don't forget to pull the milk out, uh, too. And she meant to take it out of the freezer. The milk is in the freezer, I said. What? I, no. <laughs> yes, she said. We will just put it in warm water in the sink to oh, thaw it out. God. During dinner, us kids kept giving each other stares of, are we going to die? Look. I managed to force a few bites down and thanked her for dinner. I left headed to Culver's. <laughs> thaw out the milk for dinner. Appetizers were apples so and carrots. Gross. Carrots with white stuff yeah. on them. Like, Here we go. Our Boy Scout troop, Boy Scouts, all right, went to northeastern Wisconsin to raft the Peshtigo. The river was low that year, and it was uh, three hours of frustration getting caught up on rocks all the way down that left me exhausted from trying to pull and push off the rocks all afternoon. For dinner that evening, the scouts chose to make meatball subs. I guess they had never done so before. They ended up mixing the pre-cooked meatballs, spaghetti sauce, and the mozzarella cheese all in a big pot. What they ended up with was a sticky orange concoction that just turned my already queasy stomach. (laughs) No mention of the bread. Uh, (laughs) I would never do that. I would have tried that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. He wasn't hungry enough. Uh, here, uh, this is more of an awkward social situation. 2010, I was 30 years old. It was my boyfriend's night to make dinner. He invited me to his house and the dining room was set for a grand presentation. Okay, fella. Mood lighting, old music, play settings at each of the long dining table. He made a big fuss over getting everything ready, got drinks out and had me sit down for the first course. I sat and he brought out a garden salad, which was very good, and I complimented him on it. 
this is really amazing. I can't wait to see what you made for dinner. <laughs> Suddenly his face fell as he told me this was it. <laughs> but you like salad. So I just thought a big salad. The salad was dinner. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, but the grand presentation led me to believe that there was more food coming. The rest of the meal was very awkward as was our relationship, and we broke up shortly thereafter. Uh, it was the salad that really I, I saw into his soul that day. <laughs> the same guy always came up with reasons why I uh, should pay what, uh, whenever we went out, including mm. my favorite, we ate at my parents' house yesterday. Now it's your turn. Oh, yeah. I get it. Like that was him paying, eating at his parents' house? Yeah. Like, and the salad like he was bought the food or something. one of the cheaper things you could do. If you're going to have mood music and lighting, make sure there's more than salad. I would agree with her. And now, a romantic salad. Oh. Could I, is there a roll? Candlelight for salad. Yeah. yeah. It was a nice Sunday morning, about 1966. My mother was in the hospital for surgery, which is, in those days, took a week to return home. So my father, who worked nearly 60 hours a week as a tool and die worker at Racine's Walker Muffler, was now alone with five little kids. We returned home from church and all looked forward to our special and traditional Sunday morning breakfast. We all had roles taking part in preparing. Table setters, toast and bacon makers, juice, etc., my father's new roll on the scrambled eggs. <laughs> Ronald was sitting at the table after great anticipation with dad leading the way only to end up looking at each other with a, this is horrible look on her faces all around. We learned dad trying to prepare something special, added vinegar to the eggs. Ooh, to give them a little, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I kind of like that. Uh, stepping out Where there. Where did that idea come stepping from? Stepping out of the comfort zone, Pop. From Something... then on, if Dad was cooking, we prayed before and after we ate. Oh. <laughs> That's some weird tradition in we his got? house. Uh, a minute or two yet. All right. One more. All right. One more. As is the case with just about every single kid growing up, one of my favorite foods was cake. Pretty much any kind of cake. If cake was in the title, I wanted some. <laughs> then along came the birthday party that would destroy that simple, sweet, and innocent childhood pleasure forever. <laughs> this would be the day my great aunt decided to help out and cut the oh-so-delicious-looking birthday cake herself. She was your average 75-year-old woman, I suppose. At my age, everyone over 35, seemed ancient. Time came for the ritual of candles burning, singing wishes, and extinguishing the candle flames. Went off without a hitch. No flying slopper, no false teeth sailing through the air. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Check. So far, Check. so good. Yeah, let's pluck the candles off this thing and eat. Perfect. <laughs> now came the moment I'd been waiting for since we arrived for the party. It's time. Cake time. At this time, my great aunt expertly wielded the knife and began cutting the cake. She made one pass across the cake and then held up the frosting-covered knife. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. I have, I have uh, 20 different ways I can go me on Me too, this. me yeah. too. Stuck out her tongue and licked the knife clean. Oh, yeah. 
She then stuffed the knife under her armpit. Oh, my God. Dragged the knife through. <laughs> to wipe it clean. And began cutting the cake again, asking happily, who wants cake? <laughs> no, this is auntie. Auntie, whoever. Auntie. That may have been the cruelest thing ever done to me. Wow. It was a great aunt, so it grandmother's oh. sister. Oh, God. The armpit on top that was was, licked, and then the armpit. I was sure. Carrie thought she was going to cut her finger off, cut the cake, and there'd be blood all over. Mm. I thought she was going to cut her tongue half off with the knife. (laughs) Licking the the frost. Just licked her clean and wiped it in her armpit. I've never seen anybody wipe anything in their armpits.